Hello world and welcome to the Overtone Warp Zone. This podcast is for people who enjoy games, love music, and want to know more about how their favorite songs work. In season one, we're taking a look at musical concepts found in pieces from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm Dan Bergman, and let's get started. Do you remember how Smash Bros. Ultimate was announced? The Nintendo Direct on March 8, 2018 showed two Inklings battling it out in a Matrix-style white room. It was action-packed and a total mislead. Moments later, the screen went dark, and in the twitching eye of the Squid Kid, we saw the reflection of the Smash Bros. logo, starting us off down the journey of waiting for any information on what we just saw. Is this a port for the Switch with new DLC? Is this going to be an entirely new game? Who are all the shadows under the fire in the background? That picture was scrutinized like crazy for two months until the major reveal at E3, the infamous Everyone Is Here video. Masahiro Sakurai casually explained that they had made a video to introduce some of the new fighters in the new game. The reaction to this was unbelievably insane. As the roster reveal video went on, more and more characters were being thrown at the viewers, and you had the thought, who isn't going to be in this game? The climax was definitely when the music paused and the screen read, everyone is here. And who exactly was it that appeared on screen in that moment? No! What? Ah! Smash Bros. announcer D1, and uh, in case you didn't catch it, it was Snake. While not everyone's reaction was quite as extreme as D1's, this seems to be the character that the majority of Smash streamers and players were most excited for. Why this character? Before we talk about that, let's put on a Smash remix. This one is new to Smash Ultimate, Snake Eater, remixed by Nobuko Toda.
Snake's first Smash game was Brawl, being the first third-party character announced for the game back in 2006, breaking the rule of Nintendo intellectual property only as fighters. As of the release of this episode of the podcast, he would become the first of the 13 third-party characters in Smash today. Sonic would later be revealed to join in Brawl as well. Curiously, however, as new characters joined in Smash for Wii U, some notable fan favorites were inexplicably left in the dust, Snake being one. Would it be possible for Konami to ever join forces with Smash Bros again? Today we know that the answer is, of course, yes. And the fans are thankful for it. The music we've been listening to is a remix of a song from Metal Gear Solid 3, which was released in 2004 for the PlayStation 2. The original instrumental version is also available as a Smash Ultimate track. This was composed by Norihiki Hibino. When you listen to this track, did you get the vibe of a particular legendary action movie character? Yeah, me too. Today, let's talk about spy music. There are many elements of Metal Gear that are shared with James Bond. Both protagonists work covertly. Both use a variety of gadgets to carry out their missions. Both are often tasked with eliminating a potentially globally disastrous threat. Both are exceptionally talented individuals who have high IQs, speak multiple languages, are in peak physical condition, are excellent marksmen, drivers, pilots, card players, alcohol drinking contest winners, you name it. You might not be surprised to find then that Hideo Kojima, director of most Metal Gear games, is a huge cinema buff. In the show notes to this episode, you'll find a link to 65 different media franchises that influence Metal Gear, including Terminator, Ghostbusters, Pokemon, Moby Dick, Akira, and, of course, 007. 
Snake even has a codec conversation about the 007 movie series in Metal Gear Solid 3. Snake, have you seen 007 from Russia with Love? I don't like those movies. Real spies are nothing like James Bond. It's pure fantasy. Snake, I don't think the Major's going to like you saying that. And even though it's fiction, I can't help but comparing myself to Bond. What exactly don't you like about James Bond? I mean, is it the fantastic gadgets? The cars? The guns? Major. Snake, wouldn't you like to have a gun shaped like a pen? What good is a pen gonna do me in the jungle? I'd look like a fool. You can learn more about the other elements of Metal Gear that were inspired by film, James Bond in particular, but today let's consider some of the musical elements that tie these two series together. Before we get too involved, keep in mind that the James Bond theme is iterated in dozens of ways throughout the entirety of the franchise, but the version we'll be sticking close to in this episode is the very first iteration in the gun barrel sequence of the original film, Doctor No, written by Monty Norman and arranged by John Barry. I think one of the most iconic elements of the James Bond theme that we hear in the song Snake Eater is the fifth above the root in the first chord of the song. Both the main James Bond theme and Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid 3 are in minor keys. Listening to the James Bond theme, the fifth of the first chord ascends chromatically, or by step, to an augmented fifth, then a major sixth, and then it descends back down chromatically to the augmented fifth, and finally the perfect fifth. Here it is in the James Bond theme. That same motif is in Snake Eater, albeit with double whole notes or something, it's super long, and without the chromatic descent. It even remains on that same pedal tone root. This kind of motion with subdued strings swelling gives the listener a sense of a constantly shifting, uncertain environment, like something could go wrong at any moment. Like a spy with a hidden identity, one false move could get you discovered, killed, and have the mission fail. A second staple of the James Bond theme is the electric guitar playing this motif. While stealing this exact riff would be pretty blatant of the Metal Gear composers, we do have the tone quality of that kind of guitar playing at the beginning of Nobuko Toda's remix for Smash Ultimate. He's even playing the entirety of that James Bond riff that we talked about. Even the remixers knew how much of a James Bond ripoff this is. A third element of the Bond theme that is found in Snake Eater are the sudden, bold, strong dynamics. Because not only are these franchises about espionage, they're also about action. Here's one of those moments in Snake Eater. And here it is in the James Bond theme. This time it's an arrangement from Daniel Craig's Casino Royale. 
One final and very definitive element that is shared between these songs is the complex chord to end the song. Here it is in Snake Eater. And here it is in the James Bond theme. These two are exactly the same. They're just in different keys. Let's use Snake Eater as an example to start with. The song Snake Eater is in F sharp minor, and this final chord contains the notes F sharp, A, C sharp, E sharp, and G sharp. So you have a minor chord, on top of which you add the major seven, E sharp, which is in the key of F sharp major, not minor. And then finally you have the ninth of the chord, G sharp. Using the E sharp in this chord definitely feels like there's more tension in it than if we were to just use the E natural, which is found in F sharp minor. Here's what it would sound like using E natural. And here's our actual chord once again. This exact same chord is used in the James Bond theme, only a whole step down in the key of E. So we have the root E, the minor third G, the fifth B, the major seven D sharp, and the major ninth F sharp. So far, we've been discussing the instrumental track for Snake Eater. While it doesn't show up in Smash Bros, a version with full vocals appears in Metal Gear Solid 3. It plays as the game opens, and it features a montage of plot-related news articles, characters, and psychedelic effects. What a thrill With darkness and silence through the night Listening to the original vocal arrangement of Snake Eater certainly causes us to reminisce on the various Bond themes used in the 26 James Bond films. Each film features a song by a contemporary music artist whose lyrics are cheesily about the content of the film or they somehow use its title in some clever way. These songs vary in their quality from the likes of The Man with the Golden Gun by Lulu Infinitely more iconic Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney. Say live and let die. Or Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey, who also sang Moonraker and Diamonds Are Forever. In the better of these introductory tunes, the elements we talked about previously are actually used throughout these songs. For example, Goldfinger includes that wandering fifth motif. It also ends with a similarly complex chord as the original Bond theme, only our major 7 is replaced with a major 6. 
Skyfall by Adele is another of the better composed Bond themes in my opinion. She's able to quote the James Bond theme in a much more subtle way than in Goldfinger, by arranging a chord progression that allows the inner voices to move in that way. Her song is in the key of C minor. The first chord, C minor, allows the note G, the fifth, to be played. The next chord, A flat, allows that G to chromatically rise to A flat. Following this is a borrowed chord, F major, which allows that A flat to rise chromatically once more to the A natural, making it the major third of the F chord. Lastly, F minor brings that major third down to a minor one on A flat once again, and our cycle begins anew. It features a cleanish guitar with tremolo. The dynamics range from quite soft to quite strong, leaning more on the strong side, leading us to feel the intensity and epicness of this mission of James Bond. And we once again end with a complicated ninth chord. However, the seventh of the original Bond theme and the sixth of the theme from Goldfinger seem to be absent. Bravo, Adele. This is truly 007 music. Since we haven't truly listened to our vocal version of Snake Eater all the way through yet, we'll do that in a moment. As you listen, compare it to the Bond themes you heard today and see how many boxes it checks maybe you can find some other similarities that weren't mentioned in this episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast or suggestions of a song or music topic. Leaving a rating or review on your podcasting platform is a great way to share that with me, and helps Overtone Warp Zone gain some exposure. You can also email me at overtonewarpzone at gmail.com, and you can stay updated on podcast news by following me on social media everywhere at OTWZ Podcast. If you found some enjoyment from this podcast and want to give your support, check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash overtonewarpzone. And now... Snake Eater, with music and words from Norihiko Hibino, string and horn arrangement from Mark Holden, programming from Nate Phillip and Rika Muranka, produced by Rika Muranka, and vocals by Cynthia Harrell. Enjoy. Silence through the night What a thrill I'm searching and I'll melt into you What a fear in my heart But you're so supreme I give my life Not 
tree frog It's so dear the trial to survive For the day we see new light I give my life Not for honor But for you In my time Until next time, keep playing.